Uh, Alright, so we got 10 Crab Rangoon, General Tso's Chicken Combination Plate. I'm gonna get a Jack Keys, Jack Keys Chesadilla. <laughs> and a Chicken and Broccoli. Do you, do you want anything else? Or that's good? No, that should be good. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. By the way, this microphone is definitely getting lower every time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the quicksand of mics. I've tried to tighten this like a thousand times, but now I'm also worried that I'm going to break that part too. Let's try that. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. Watch out for this, by the way. Yeah, just the giant, just the <laughs> screw that's pointing directly into my eye. For everyone who's listening, uh, Chris broke, I broke one of mic. my mic stands. And, uh, he broke, I was like, fuck this! He broke the, the tightening bolt that... Uh, adheres the microphone to the stand so Listen, we just i for those of you who are look who don't have never met me but are listening to the show which is let's be honest no one right now probably but um i have i'm i'm very unfit except for my right forearm which is incredibly fit we used what we had to uh be able to put it together temporarily so i just shoved this two inch screw through the hole and it's now just Pointing. Directly pointing into my retina. Yeah, right into your left eye. It's like being. It's like recording a podcast during a Saul film. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, everybody, bringing you your comic geek and movie news on the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have some zebra cakes. My name is Chris Trieber. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Zebra cakes are so good. They are really good. Ah, oh, so good. We haven't done this in a little bit. Yeah, it's been a couple it's weeks. Been a I've, been, I've been playing catch-up. Yeah, you've been doing being a carpenter and... Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. Um... But uh, yeah, it's been it's been a little while. We missed a we missed a bunch. I got a bunch of news. You got a bunch I've, of news. I have four things. For you, that's a lot. For <laughs> you, that is a yeah, bunch of news. Yep. You came out of your hole. You found four things, and then you quietly went back in the hole. Again. Listen, don't question me. Um. Yeah, we missed the we, we the Oscars. Did you watch the Oscars? Yeah. We never really uh, talked about it. Actually. No, we didn't. I I watched um I watched oh, the last right. twelve minutes. Yeah, you you watched the last part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you never went back and watched any of the rest of it? Why? Touche. Fair <laughs> enough. Should we get to the news? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, I got a bunch of news. I got it a little bit all over the place. So, um, I do have a little DC, I have a little Marvel, as always. The choice is yours. What would you like to start with? Star Trek. Too bad! I want to talk about Batman! All right. Um, so, this just came out. Matt Reeves is directing the new Batman movie. Matt Reeves directed, um, I think he directed the last uh, Planet of the Apes movie, which is the, Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Not the one that is coming out. Not the one, um, well, that's not, that one too? But that's not the one you're talking but about. But that's not, no, he, he directed the last one that right. came out. He at least directed yeah. the last one. Um, which is good news, right? He's a good director. I, I still have not seen those. They're, they're good movies. Yeah. I, mean, he's, I mean, he's a quality director. He could have done worse. could have been David Ayer or Ayer or whatever. You know. Yeah, whatever his name whatever. is. Whatever. Wait, hold on. What's that? You know what? This just in. He's not. Now he's not doing it. He's not doing it anymore. So. 
We David Iyer? No, Matt Reeves. He's not directing the Batman movie. Is anymore. Ben Affleck? Uh, no, they don't know. Hold on, wait, what? You know what? Change that. He's back in. He's back in. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, now he's back in. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is what happened. So he was like, he came out, he was directing it. And then they're like, yay, Matt Reeves. So Ben Affleck is not directing it, but good news, Matt Reeves, a main director, is directing this movie. Great. The next day, he was like, yeah, no, I'm not directing it. Fuck this shit. I'm not doing it. And then, was it that aggressively? No, I like to think. But that was he, but what did he say? Scenes, I'm gonna say it was. But what did he say? It was something about. I mean, was I, he just like those are not true? They haven't spoken to no, me. No, it was like no. There, he's definitely gonna like Warner Brothers was like no. He's definitely doing it. This is our guy. We're. But I'm curious as to designed. what he said. I think it was something about production value well but like he that. but you know was when, it was when it, he came out was like no i'm not we haven't agreed that i'm doing okay it so it's more like a formal yeah he's like no i haven't agreed that i'm doing it yet i'm not doing it. it yet and then the next day he's like no i am yeah i'm doing, I'm doing it, it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like of course totally i am of course i am for the next two weeks yeah exactly until they <laughs> fuck this up somehow yeah. um but it's at least let me while we're talking about this guy i should actually look up something else he said i know there are other things that he's done, and I'm trying to remember exactly what they are. But this is, I mean, I know you haven't seen them, but I have seen them. Um, the last, Matt Reeves, here we go. Um, filmography director. Yeah, he did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He did, oh, he did Cloverfield. That's what he Oh, did. great. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I know he's done something else. Um, he did Cloverfield. He did... Is he doing the new one? Yes, and he's doing the new Planet of the Apes. Okay, well. great. So, I mean, it's a good... Even if you haven't seen the, the Planet of the Apes movie, you can at least look at them and go... Right, they're like... Yeah, they're, they're, they're somewhat, decent. Yeah, they're decent. I, yeah, I mean, I he haven't He knows heard. how to do large scale, yeah. which is good. They're not universally panned, yeah. which is really all you, all you need, you know? And they've gotten... They've gotten consistently better. Oh, really? As time has Consistently. But out there's of the two. There's have, two. Yeah, yeah. So the one is so better the one than the is other. Better, so the second one is better than the first, which let's all be honest, yeah, is not always the case. Pretty uncommon. So um, that's at least good. And Cloverfield is a great. That's a great movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember. Yeah. Really I, I mean, I was not impressed, but it was. It's well directed. It's well directed, and he yeah. has. A, he at least has a strong directorial voice. Like he yeah. is. He'll come to a project and not just be a studio guy who does who just puts the camera in front of so something. do you think that batman will be entirely on shaky cam i it's i believe it's going to be found footage great i think the credits are going to come up and it said um alfred it said alfred i'm so scared credits just i don't know where i am alfred jason todd's uh found video collection and it's just him home movies of what it's like to be <laughs> Robin alongside of Batman. <laughs> and then it just it ends with the Joker killing Jason Todd just like right at the end. Sure. And that actually, son of a bitch, that'd be pretty I would watch good. that, yeah. That'd actually be good. Um Yeah, it, the story I mean just the, the sequence of it, it was like it was like Warren Beatty was re, was <laughs> reporting the story. Hey. Um but it was I, I'm at least happy that in the end it actually worked out. Again, like you said, I don't know for how long. Yeah. It's probably going to, this is a, but let's all bask in this for now. At least if we don't have Ben Affleck, we have someone we can trust. With yeah, this property. more or less. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, I mean, that was, I think the big, the big news that kind of came out. You got <laughs> Well, clearly you're mistaken. Go for it. Hit all me. right. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> 
Microsoft is playing hide the pickle, only, much like my relationship history, they mean hide literally. And what I mean by that is... <laughs> You're so proud of that. I I'm very it. proud of that. Yeah, Co- Conan Exiles, or maybe Conan Exiles, uh-huh. um, is a video game that's been coming out for some time, and it is famous. Uh, it's, it's gained a lot of notoriety recently because it offers a large amount of customizability options. Sure. One of them is the size of genitalia. Really? <laughs> um, and when I read that in an article, I thought, well, that's interesting. You see the person in clothes and right. like a bulge gets bigger or smaller. Right. Nope. They're naked, and you choose the wiener that the person has. Um, How detailed can you get with this? It's just size. It's just size. Yeah, so you can have, uh, I believe it was described in, there was a video I watched about it where they said it can go anywhere from just got out of the pool to, uh, and I think that the cap was various races that you can correlate to. (laughs) Um, is it a sliding scale? Yep. Oh, okay, so you can really, like, it's not like five option... Right. You can exactly what feels yep. correct to you. Or, you know, better. Or to someone else. <laughs> or what, what you'd like it to be. Um, anyway, the reason I say Microsoft is playing hide the pickle and they mean hide literally, uh, it's because... Do they also literally micro and soft? <laughs> that was a worse joke than mine. I know, but I, I love it. Keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. They, uh, they're, they're saying nah. Nah, dude. Like, it's it can come out on the PC, it can come out on the PS4, whatever. They can do whatever they want. Xbox One, you gotta get rid of that. Oh, I get it. They're hiding the pickle. Right. I just got it. Yes. Oh, they mean it literally. Man. I get what you're doing now. Okay. Thank you. Um, so, Xbox One, they're like, no, no penis for you? Right. You know, it's funny. I was trying to write a joke for that, and I tried for hours to find a video game character who is universally hated. Or even, like, a, uni- like a, like a video game director or like a a, like a real person who works on video games that everyone knows who everyone doesn't like so that i could say um we're finally getting rid of the wiener in that uh, out of video games and no i don't mean whatever 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 but i couldn't think of anyone Hmm. but yeah so uh what do you what do you think about about that regarding censorship in video games i mean listen It seems, I'm sure people are going to be, some people are going to be like, well, that's stupid. Why would you ever, it's an, I think it's, you know, to me, it doesn't strike me as that big of a deal only because I, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to play a very consequential part in, (laughs) as soon as as I said it. The consequential part. Uh, I was like, oh, no, no, as soon as it came out, I was like, no, get back in my mouth. And, um, I, but, like, I don't think it's going to play an integral part into into the actual gameplay. Yeah. Um. It might. What if, what if it gets snagged on I mean, I guess if it's big enough, you could use it as a club of some kind. Sure, or, or like a sail on a boat. Yep. Yeah, All sorts of stuff. Um. A club. (laughs) Just like, like those old blackjacks that people have. You swing it hard enough, you fly away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Thor's hammer, <laughs> uh, um, but like people are gonna be up in arms, and I'm like, and say that's censorship, and I'm like, listen, they're just covering a dick. Who yeah. can't like whatever, man? <laughs> like it doesn't. It's you know, listen, if you wanna if you wanna get up in arms about the violence in video games and it's GTA too yeah. violent, and what does that say to youth? That's that's one thing because that's like the actual game. That's but, the game but, but isn't there a counter argument to that? That is, look, Microsoft, it's just genitalia. Absolutely, yes, I absolutely agree with yeah. that. But they're just—they're not saying like 
no, they're not taking a stand and saying like, no video games should have nudity in the, the like making a larger. They're just like, yeah, we just don't want to. We just don't want to. We don't need the option to make a dick bigger. No, I you will say I mean? like th- there is no. <laughs> sure. We just there's, don't need it. It's there... taking up extra memory space. <laughs> You know, like we only got megabits. So yeah, <laughs> real, yeah, yeah real mega mega bits. <laughs> like, Those bits are mega. Uh, we're, you know, we only got so much RAM, and we can't have you upgrade into any more. There's <laughs> so many dick jokes and in this segment. Just so many. There, there is no word yet, however, on whether or not they will keep the female option in. Oh, they'll totally keep the female yeah, option. Almost definitely. Yeah, oh, right. definitely. And I'll, I'll tell you what, if they take it out, then I'm raising hell. I tell you, if I get that game and I decide to play as a woman, she's going to have the biggest dick. All right, that's a belated note. Happy International Women's Day, everyone. Oh, my God. That was not today. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. But, you know, yeah, it's, we want to make around. sure we covered it. All right, that's what I got for that. <laughs> oh, We're God. so funny. We are. Um, that's a good thing nobody listens to this. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I got, um, I got one. Um, we had some new stuff about the, uh, the new Han Solo Solo movie. Which I know it's it's not officially called Red Cup. I know they're they're calling it Red Cup as their code name. I oh, still I didn't prefer know that. to say Han Solo Solo. Oh, I, I get it, Solo. Solo Cup. Yeah, it's funny, right? Yeah, it's and hysterical. It's, it's cute. Um, but uh, let's see, we had a, a new cast member. Michael K. Williams is joining the cast. You, he, for those of you who know Michael K. Williams, he's Omar on The Wire. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, I know him right there. Um, so he just added, it got added to the cast. There's a lot of people in this thing now. Um, I, I mean, I like it. I don't know who he's playing. I would imagine he's gonna be. I'm gonna say he's gonna either be a cohort of Woody Harrelson, mm. or an antagonist to Woody Harrelson. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. You don't think uh, uh, maybe a, a relative <laughs> of uh, Lando, maybe his dad. Maybe possibly or yeah or or it could be or he could be um the woody harrelson to lando uh as woody harrelson is to han solo that's not how they i got you that's not how that analogy would appear in the sat but you know what i'm saying (laughs) um it could be it could be that yeah and that could be actually maybe that's what the plot is is that the two of them are going out and so there's two groups of two yeah are also at odds. It's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and if it's not, they should quickly rewrite it. Because listen, Lord and Miller, you're a bunch of hacks. <laughs> and you should just give it up and listen to what I say. Um, speaking of which, did you did you also see the the first cast photo, the first official cast photo of the of Han Solo? Of uh, I mean, they're not in full full costume. I don't think so. No. But um, they at least all got together. Look at this. Look at that guy. That's them. Wow. That's with um. That's Chewbacca. Wait, leave it. Yeah. I haven't okay. gotten a good look. They're not, again, they're not in costume. I mean, Chewie is. Right, except for Chewie, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, he looks good. Chewie? Yeah, Chewie looks good. Yeah, the fake costume looks Let good. Let me, can you zoom in on it? Uh, on him? On Chewie? Uh, well, no, on, on, on Han Solo. On Han Solo. Look at that. 
Yeah. Again, I mean, he's, he's not in costume. He's definitely a modernized version. Like, he's a little yeah. wider. I mean, he's a little looking, more jacked. Yeah, I think they're not they're not going for, like, right. straight impersonation. Right. Um, well, I'm sure they, they screen tested people for the personality to come right. through. Right. And I, th- I mean, it looks like... It's more important that it feels like Han Solo, if you know what I mean. Yeah. We Except if you're Microsoft, and then... <laughs> Like, not on our watch. Um, but I think I actually, even just looking at this guy in the photo, yeah, I'm like, okay, I actually I'm, feel I'm good a, I'm with a, this. Yes, I'm a little slightly more at ease. Yeah, exactly. He seems to have that kind of charm. Yes, he looks through. extremely charming and um, rugged. Yeah. Which are the two most important things. Yeah. What else you got? Well, uh, I got uh, an, an even worse joke than the last one. Oh, um, yeah, here we go, baby. So uh, Pixar released screen test footage for their the person that they had had who was originally supposed to play Buzz Lightyear. Do you know who that is? No. One Billy Crystal. What? And Billy, it's crystal clear that that would have been a mistake. <laughs> I how I, I just got to ask when you write these jokes. Uh-huh. I know that you're proud of them now. Yeah. I know you're proud and you're proud of them when you first write them. Does, like, the proudness... Is it, like, a sliding scale? Like, on... Okay, is your proudness, like, start at, like, just got out of the pool... I know what you're asking. ...and then go to (laughs) Thor's hammer? Uh, Listen, (laughs) it starts at... It goes from zero to a hundred immediately, right? And then it stays at a hundred throughout the week... Okay. ...until we record this, and then as soon as I say it, it goes into the negatives. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be, like, it started, and then it went to a hundred... And then I took a nap, and I had a sandwich. It was at about a 50. And then as the week progressed, they got back up to 100, and now we're here. So they released the footage. I didn't even know. I missed this completely. And he never, like, he never came in. Right. They just took dialogue recorded for When Harry Met Sally and made CGI Buzz Lightyear speak the words to, to see, see what it would feel like. Would yeah. match it. Really? And it's real weird. Well, but, okay, but... Th- who did this? Like you saw this. It was one. Pixar. Okay. But what I'm saying is the CGI Buzz Lightyear yeah. that they made. Is it the finished product of Buzz Lightyear that no. you're here? I mean okay. it's it's very close. Okay. Because it's, it looks just like him. It looks a little shittier, okay. is basically. Okay. Because what I was gonna say is that most of the time what Disney is renowned for doing with their animation and why um, their their voices seem to match up so crystal clearly. Oh with, right, with because um, they make they make the because, final touches. Well, because for they the person. model yeah they model the face after the actor doing the voice a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, I mean this is not. I mean it's it's Buzz Lightyear. Like right. if you saw it, you'd think it was a Buzz Lightyear toy made in China. Okay, <laughs> and, right. and like called yeah. Fizz Liftier. Right, because something. you don't know like if if Billy Crystal had. Yeah, actually done it. They Buzz might have Lightyear adapted might, it a little more. Yeah, might have looked. But he also, different. I don't know that it would, like, how I mean, do you, I listen? No, 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 not even, not even performance wise. Yeah. How would you make like an action space hero right resemble Billy Crystal? You do no, but if you look at, um, <laughs> like, if you look at Buzz Lightyear, or even if you look at Woody and Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, they share similar no, definitely. features in the face and in the like in the mouth and things like that. But again, like Billy Crystal. Yeah, there's not. You're right. There's not much you could change for a heroic space action figure to yeah. look like Billy Crystal, <laughs> a, a five foot Jew. Yeah, like a hundred pounds. Yeah, like it's not. <laughs> and at the time, I believe he was still at like sixty. Yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, 
It, you know what else it reminds me? Have you ever seen the footage of um, Chris Farley doing Shrek? Yeah. Yeah. That's another one that's kind of interesting. Yeah. They didn't ever got to get to the CGI thing. Well, it's interesting, too, and it's probably <clears throat> indicative of his health at the time, but he, in my opinion, it's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah. But the other thing is, he doesn't put on any sort of a inflection yeah Yeah. i mean it's just chris farley speaking into a mic yeah and it's not even the character of chris farley that we came to know of him like yelling or whatever he's just sort of talking well yeah because the scene that they have is like a a sweet scene that of them at a but it doesn't even seem like he doesn't even get sentimental or anything he's just sort of saying like it's it's just yeah. yeah 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 um yeah those are always weird those those yeah going down the rabbit hole ones that'd actually be a good episode Oh, sure. Of, like, alternate casting. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of those throughout history. Like, my favorite is is, um, Tom Selleck was this close to being Indiana Jones. Oh, wow. That would have been good, too. Um, And things like that. Would have changed his life. Yeah, it would have changed... Would have changed a lot of people's lives. Uh, Well, yeah. My favorite one is always... um, like, there's a lot that revolved around the Matrix. Right. Like, uh, I know Jean Reno was supposed to be Agent Smith. Oh. And he turned it down to do Godzilla. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, that's rough. And without that movie, we would not have had Viggo Mortensen, Hugo Weaving, Viggo Mortensen, Hugo Weaving, Hugo Weaving. I got to mixed up because my oh, introduction to both of them was Lord of the Rings. I had to take a second to think about which one you were talking about, The Matrix or Godzilla. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Viggo Mortensen was in Godzilla. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Without without uh, without the, the Matrix, Matrix, we, we wouldn't have had Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. Um, speaking of casting news, we, there's been a new rumor on who might be. Cable. Have you heard who it is? There's been a few, but I think I know who you're talking about. It is one David Arbor. Yeah. Uh, there, well, there have been a few since we met that are that are in there. Yeah, he'd be good. I think he'd actually There's be actually really some, good. some concept art, that's some fan art that people made already. But people have also thrown around the names. Um, supposedly people at uh, Fox have thrown around the names Mel Gibson. Yeah. And I, I'd actually think that'd actually be a really good one. And Russell Crowe. Yes. I like Mel Gibson slightly more for it. I don't, I do man. Russell get him Crow. out. I'm not I'm not over it yet. I know. But we've talked I, about that. I get that. that. But I'm just saying, I, if I'm physically. just going physically and yeah. what I know of uh, what he can do on screen, yeah. I Mel Gibson actually I think is a cool I will choice. say, you know how you know what would help win him back over in my mind? <clears throat> If he got that role, and then halfway through Deadpool 2, he just went on a racist tirade. Oh, you <laughs> know cable. if he got... But yeah. see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about doing something like Cassie Mel Gibson. They're so self-aware of themselves. Yeah, that's what I and mean. And I think that he is too at this point. Yeah. And that's the one thing that is... I don't want to say endearing, but that's the one thing that has kind of maybe softened myself to him mm. and others sure. is that i think he gets like yeah, that what he did was I wrong <laughs> fucked up big. i yeah. get i fucked up big and i deserve what i got that was quick yeah speaking of i want to move this back a little bit am i leaning into it a little well it's you're looking this way oh yeah because i'm trying to see over yeah. the the pop thing <clears throat> hey, hey. Hey, thank you cool. thanks, thanks. Thanks. Oh, pay it online again god damn it gonna... sure did but yeah, you, you're, you're, usually it's because you're reading that. Yeah, oh, like, okay. Usually the mic is every direction, but now it's just out. Yeah. Alright. <clears throat> so, uh, Mel Gibson, you think he sort of is realizing... I th- Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure he did long ago, but 
now that he started to kind of well he, he the, fairly recently had the thing where he yelled racist shit to his wife which was did. it was less than 10 years ago yeah but uh, but he also was like he that was still when he was racist i don't want to i don't want to say in seclusion because he was still making movies they were just like yeah small off scale. the radar yeah they were kind of off the radar um but ever since really it was when he came back during the Golden Globes, when Ricky Gervais made that crack about him, oh Globe, yeah, that was like his reintro, his big reintroduction yeah, yeah. to Hollywood again. And I mean, I'm sure he had always known like what he did was wrong, and yeah, and um, and understood that like the cold shoulder he's getting is totally understandable. But that was that was the first time, and since then, I think he's had again. I'm choosing my trying to choose my words carefully, but. Sense of humor about it. You think he was and, right in what he said? Yeah, that's what you're trying. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, good. Um, and again, when I say that, I want to reiterate: Happy International Women's Day out there. Um, no, I. But I think he he's like, listen, yes, what I did was hundred percent wrong. I deserve all the crap I get. Yeah, I'm not I, like he's never gone. He'll. I'm, I mean, maybe he will eventually, but he's never gone like enough's enough. Please stop. Or, yeah, sure. You know, He'll always he has always been good about taking the the jokes. I will I will give him that. Would you say it's his cross to bear? <laughs> um, yes, and then we're gonna watch an hour and a half of him just getting whipped. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so so this segment was actually about David Harbour. Oh right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah was, um, but David Harbour has been has been the latest rumor on. Um, Cable and I actually like this idea. At first, yeah. you I think you look at him and you go, I don't know, but I could see him. He's got doing the gravitas it. for He's it. He's got the gravitas for it. And I look, think... you you shovel in, you know, four million dollars for him. He can afford a personal trainer. He can bulk up. He can yeah. look more like the guy. I mean, you yes, and you dress him up. Yeah, in the, you know whatever. He's, he needs to be up. a little bulkier, a little more muscular, a little but bit, not but much. They also, I mean, they can also they're. Their costumes tend to be pretty comic accurate, right? And so that one, or I'm sure there are a couple of cables outfits throughout the history of this character that they could cover him pretty well. Well, they do, well. but the the problem is that he traditionally has enormous arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they can, I, like I said, there, there's things that they can do yeah. to like. But it's just easier to just be like, yeah, yo, no, lift, lift some totally, weights, Dave. Yeah, he could totally bulk up. Yeah, um, he's young enough. Yeah, he's young enough to. To kind of Hugh Jackman it. Yep. Um, and old enough to bring that, like, I'm an older guy yeah. type of gravitas. Um, yeah. If you, you know, if you had said this name, not, like, before Stranger Things, I would have thought you were nuts. Yeah. Now that I see Stranger Things, I'm like, yeah. all about it. He he almost is, like, a Western version of Cable in that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, what else you got? Oh, I got plenty. Oh, Yeah. Netflix is looking into choose-your-own-adventure options for shows. Yeah. Well, and it seems like a good idea until three million people vote for one ending and the Netflix Electoral College fucks it up for everyone. Oh, God damn you. God damn you to hell. Um, I'm going to let that one sit. I'll just let, I'll just let it... We'll, we can just edit around my silence. Um, it was good. That was good. I was very proud. I feel like after you give these jokes, you look at me... Directly like, in the directly eye. Directly in the eye for approval of some kind. No, just for you to see... For that one, it was to see my immense disdain. Um, I think... I mean, listen. It, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, I don't like it. 
I... It's an interesting idea, but at the same time... They kind of did this... Alright, this is gonna be... You're gonna be like, fuck you for this stupid example. But I'm gonna say it anyway. They actually did this once with a Final Destination movie. It's fine. Um, no, Destination. Oh, jeez. Why do I bother? Like, why? Why do I even... Why? Why do I, like, try and... Because every time you say one of these, I try and, like, think, like, do I acknowledge it? Do I let it go? Do I try and build on it? Am I supposed to yes and this? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It's best to just barrel through. It's just barrel through. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they did this during, I think, like, Final Destination 3. It, it was an option on the DVD oh. um, where you could go through and then it would do... The the thing that sucked is, like, they had already... It was a movie that was shot. Like, you watch it linear or you can do this. So, really, oh, okay. there's only one option you can really do. Right. It's going to... But they did it. And it's weird because it's like you're watching a movie and you're relaxing in, and then it's like, oh, and I gotta pick up the remote now. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it interrupts your flow sure. of narrative. Um, it depends on what kind of genre. I, I don't know. I Like, if they were gonna do this, what do you think a good genre would be, I guess, is the question. I don't think there is one. Here's the thing about... <laughs> I mean this word incredibly ambiguously okay. um, as an umbrella for all types, but performance art. Um, you know, acting right, 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 right. for for theater and movies and right. music. Right. You want to be surprised. If someone says, here are the four ways this movie can end, they're going to all die. Right. They all make it out okay. Right. Uh, this guy dies yeah. or this woman dies. Yeah. It's going to be one of these four. Yeah, but... You're going to be like, well... Right, but what I'll say is usually a choose-your-own-ending adventure, it doesn't get that type of... It's not that type of option. It's usually like... What do you want to do? Go through this door or go, you know, go through door I, A or door B? I also feel like it's sort of copping out because what if one of those choices is really good and the rest are really bad? Because th- in a way, this is right. their way of being like, okay, we've got lots of possibilities and we're not sure which ones to pick. Well, but that's okay. So I guess that's the, that's the trap of this is that are you right. going to write. A story, I, you have to organically create some sort of story that would be good doing this this kind of format with. Yeah. Where it can't be, like I said, with that with the terrible Final Destination movie, it right. can't be like that you make the story up and you're just forcing the person's hand. Like, it can't be go through door one or door two, and door two you walk through and automatically your character dies. So you gotta go back and you have to go through door one to go anywhere. Like, it really has to be, and this is kind of the thing about the books that I used to love, is that for the most part you could do, you could follow, you know, choose your own adventure, go to a certain page, read some more, and it didn't end if you chose incorrectly. Right. You could go any which way. Right. And so it's really the I guess the problem the the real trap of this is like it's going to be a bitch to shoot. Well, definitely. Well, and also you like know? it's sort of damned if you do and damned if you don't because I would think these are going to have to have really um substantial changes, right? right. Like they've got to have something like that, like someone's going to die. Right. Um but at the same time like are you 
it depends on how far you go. Like, are you right. touching down, and then there are parts that everyone meets back in the middle for? Right. And then you split off again? Right. Because if that's the case, then you can't really kill off anyone, and then there can't be any real substantial changes that last. Yes. And if that's the case, then what's the point? Right. Um, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that they're gonna... I don't even know. You know? Okay, uh, here's one... Uh, okay, I'm just kind of, like, taking this all in and... and spewing stuff out off the top of my head sure here's one of i think here's one of the benefits of doing something like this yeah you it's um it's much harder to have a spoiler culture when you know (laughs) there's 12 spoilers well if there's a if there's 12 (laughs) spoilers but b if everybody's journey is different i suppose i don't know the netflix has ever really had a big problem with spoilers no but i mean you do run the you know you do run the risk with something like um, even like their their, you know, like Luke Cage or House of Cards, their series that are big hits. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've even run into to, into this when doing reviews. It's like, you know, how much can you talk about it over a given weekend? Like, if you don't see all eight episodes of Luke Cage the weekend it comes out. Yeah. Everyone else binge watched it, and you you just got to dodge bullets to get to the end. Yeah, sometimes. I suppose, but it's things like that. Whereas this, or even even with a movie yeah. or anything like that, is that if you don't see it, it especially in an instant culture like we have now, with the technology we have now and everything is at our fingertips, if you don't see something in the now, if you don't see something and experience something right away with the majority of the culture, yeah. You're you got to dodge bullets well, just to not get it spoiled, and a lot of people are like, "Well, that's your fault for not seeing it right away." Right. Well, I, whereas I, I, this, you're having your own individual experience. It's hard to get it spoiled. Right. You might get one or two things spoiled, but you still get that. Journey okay, that's to great. Listen, <laughs> if if it goes back to that same thing that I've repeated a million times on this podcast, right? If if your show is good because it's got a twist, then it's not, you know? Right, like, but that doesn't necess- this does not necessarily mean it's going to be good because of the twist. What I'm saying is you can feel like you're not... No, no, I know what you're saying, but, like, so what? So what if something is spoiled for you in a certain way? I mean, some people care and some if people you, don't. If you watch House of Cards, you're right. not watching it to see what happens. You're watching it because the the journey is so good. If you watch um, I am, Orange I, is the New Black, it's about right. the journey. It's not about how it ends. Right, but but yes, but I would say in some parts it is. Uh, and I'm not saying it's just about the ending, but I want to take that journey. But I also don't want to know where the journey is leading sometimes. That's part of the fun of watching something unfold and then realizing when you get to the center of it, oh my gosh, this this is the product we've been we've been working towards this whole time. Sure, but if that can be summarized in a spoiler, then it's probably not that good. No, but it's but it's not about it being good or bad. It's about the fact that I wanted to be able to. It's my choice to watch it on my time. There are certain movies and and TV shows that that structure works, where you know the ending. Um, you know. Uh, Titanic. You sure. know the end to that movie. Or uh, American Beauty is another one that it starts right. with it him starts dead with in the pool or something. Pool. Yeah. And you're going, well, how do we get to this? Yeah. But they did that on purpose because they want to take you on to that type of journey. They structure it that way on purpose. I don't think that... I think I mixed up two movies. <laughs> I just have to put that out there. I think oh, American, American, Beauty, American Beauty, I think he starts he saying... Does say, I'm, 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 I'm I die at the end of this the or something. I died or something yeah. like that. Yeah, um, I think Sunset Boulevard begins with, with a guy yes, who died and he was dead in the pool. And then, and then you build up to yeah. it. But like Titanic, it's yes. literally in the title. You know that boat's going down. 
So you're watching this movie and and going along with these characters going, well, what's going to happen when the boat goes down? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and feeling that, and that's where some of that emotion comes from. However, with a movie like Cabin in the Woods, I didn't know what the ending was. And I'm, and because I didn't know that, I was floored by the ending. Because I wasn't. I mean, I was like, this is a great time, but it wasn't like a surprise. It was I was a just like, this a, is a lot of fun. It, I mean, it wasn't like a, oh my God, but it was a little bit of a surprise because it breaks from what you are been taught about that type of a movie and how that normally ends. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to say it without actually saying what the ending is and I don't, cause I don't want to spoil it for other yeah, people. Yeah. Um, but it breaks from that genre's mold. And I didn't know that it did that. All right. Well, you know I think we're, saying? I think we're just going to disagree on this. Right. We're just going to have think, to agree I mean, that, I think we're just going to have to agree that you're wrong. That's and fair. Gonna, and we're going to have uh, to yeah, move forward. Right? That's usually, that usually works out <laughs> best for us. Um, so Simon, Simon Kinberg, um, is set to write it. Simon Kinberg did, um, he wrote the he, he writes a lot and he produces Yeah, I know his name. He wrote the last X-Men movie. He wrote the Apocalypse? first class X-Men movie. Yes, he wrote the first class X-Men movie. He okay. did The Kingsman. Oh. Um and he's done I mean he's he's has his fingers in a, like a, a lot of different movies. <laughs> a lot of Microsoft games. Yeah. What um, did what did what 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 went wrong with Apocalypse? <laughs> Cuz you named a couple good movies there. Yeah, uh I, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Um, first of all, Brian Singer directed it. Right. I think he's kind of Problem spent. number one. Um, yeah. I, and I think I'm going to stop there. Actually, I think that's going to be the end of that. The, on, on what right, wrong one. Um, but, yeah. but Simon Kinberg is set to write and direct the new X-Men movie. My question to you is, do we still care about this franchise? I lost track. That's a hard question. Because if you had asked me a week ago, I would have said no. Oh, and something's changed? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Yep. But um, I... Do I care about this timeline? Yes, okay. I don't give a single damn about this. No, I really don't. I would love to see a movie of just Fassbender and McAvoy doing something. I really like Not them. Not as those characters, like them just playing different characters. Could be. I, I do okay. mean that. Uh, I, meant, well, I like, meant I meant as those characters. Okay, Xavier and, and <laughs> yeah, and Matt uh, yeah, yeah, and okay. um, Eric. Um, I would really like to see. I, I I don't know what I I don't think I could put it into words. I guess that's why we hire writers. Right. But I I I love their. Just to be clear. Andrew and I don't hire writers for this show. I you think don't know that's me. That's obvious. You don't know my life. You should fire them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I love I love what they've done with the characters. Right. Um, everyone else, I'm sort of meh about. Right. Okay. Yeah, I you're I think I'm on the same way as you. I don't care about this timeline. Yeah. I don't think it's absolutely hopeless. Yeah. Um, because Days of Future Past was pretty good. Days of Future Past is great. Yeah. I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I do like First Class as well. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't, you know, I don't like it as much as some of the others. Well, it's weird because we've had a solid, like, I would say number one was like, uh, like the first X-Men movie was a solid great eight. Movie. Yeah. And like the second X-Men movie was like a solid eight. Yeah. I think the third one was kind of a letdown because it was like a solid five. Which yeah. really isn't that bad, but it you know people had high expectations. Right. We had Wolverine Origins, which was terrible. I don't even count that. But I would say then the Wolverine is like a solid seven. Yeah, I'd agree. And then like 
then we got first class which is like a solid seven and then we got days of future past which is probably a solid eight like yeah. we're, we're just hovering, hovering in the same yeah that's the problem is there's <clears throat> it's kind of getting monotonous well, even though they're all pretty good but i'd also say uh, this last one apocalypse um, was, it's like yeah. a solid six that's what i was gonna say yeah just l- like it's still good it's good and it has some potential there's some yeah. aspects in it that i'm like oh that's really interesting well and then and we got kinda, then ugh. we got deadpool which knocked it out of the park yeah which but that's a weird one to include because it's in it but it's not right. i mean they've talked to that yeah to, yeah about but i mean colossus that. is in it yeah. you know um yeah i don't i mean listen simon kimberg is great yeah i mean every i did you see kingsman no, I haven't it's yet. It's a great movie. I know, I keep trying to it's get... It's a really fucking I, I don't want to watch it without my girlfriend, because I think she'd really like it, too. It's real... I saw it, and I had seen the, the ads for it, and I was like, oh, that's... Okay, that looks yeah. good. You know, I'll catch it when it's on HBO or something like that. And a friend of mine came into town and was like, have you seen Kingsman? <laughs> and I was like, no. And he's like, we're going to see it. Wow. And it was phenomenal like, like i, I really always well done. I, I keep going uh, like i'm on the fence as well about whether or not i want to read the comics first um i didn't read the comics i thoroughly enjoyed the movie yeah. i think i you know what i would say watch the movie first because yeah, I, I have that's... a feeling you're gonna read the comics then watch the movie and be like yeah eh, it's, okay. it's yeah. all right but the movie and not really be able to see the movie right 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 as well done as as it its is, own thing as its own thing yeah I got um, you. but yeah i think that's I think this is actually a good idea because I think Brian Singer has is tired. Um, <laughs> and what a coincidence, because so are we. Yeah. I, I think he's just kind of like, I mean, he hasn't voiced this or anything. I don't think he probably consciously knows this, but I think he's just done with it. I, th- I don't yeah. think there's anything new he can bring to it. Yeah, I think um, you're right. And it's time for, like Simon Kinberg kicked off the first class thing. Like he's the one who wrote the first class and, and started this whole thing and while i'm not big on this timeline i think he's the better person to take over yeah well and i'd say too you had to get younger people like we're running we're yeah. running out no absolutely you know? like these people are all going to be gone eventually yeah. and the concept for first class was really novel and yeah. i really liked it did it really need like three movies with these people no but days of future past was an ingenious move where it's it was like, if they we're going to do a two. sequel let's combine the two and they got you know peter dinklage who's right. fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. Some other um people. yeah i just uh, yeah but uh, i don't know i i'm always like back and forth on if i have to actually give a shit anymore yeah. i guess we'll wait and see once a trailer comes out yeah exactly uh you got anything else yeah i got another thing okay um are you familiar with janelle monet uh yes how do i know she's she's a singer songwriter yes i know janelle monet so janelle monet is reportedly the front runner to play domino in deadpool 2 really yep she's most known for being a singer songwriter but she recently had movie roles in hidden figures and moonlight oh really one of which in spite of warren Beatty's best efforts won an oscar for best picture this year oh you don't say (laughs) yep now uh mackenzie davis and carrie washington were both previously said to be front runners of the character but I guess they fell out of favor or something. Right. Um, I mean, Carrie Washington is, uh, she's going to be a tough one to nail down because she is on Scandal. Yep. Interestingly enough, that it kind of parallels why Tom Selleck did not do Indiana Jones. Oh, really? Yeah, he was doing Magnum P.I. And CBS would not let him out of his contract. I mean, he made plenty of money yeah. doing that. But that, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, ABC is like, no, you're the kind of the face of this network right now. Yeah. You don't, if you can find time in your schedule to shoot it, 
around us. Yeah. You can do it. So that's always a tough one to do, especially for a big blockbuster. Like I think Carrie Washington has been it. Like she was in Django. She was like, in Django, but she was also that she was not in it very much. No, she wasn't. You know, and but she's she's done a lot of movies, she and has. she is a huge name. So that if they wanted her enough. Yeah. They might be able to. But do what that. I'm saying is, like, if the shooting schedules aren't going to work, right? She's not going to. Well, but like David Harbour's, you know, I mean, I, I get the feeling that Netflix is pretty lenient about that stuff, so they'd probably let him do cable, and if yeah. he's cable, Ryan Reynolds isn't doing anything else, right? They could probably just do whatever. To, yeah, exactly. To make it work. But that's what I mean on a yeah. network. Yeah. If you don't fit in that in that time when you're on hiatus, yeah. it's not happening. And it, you know, Deadpool two, it's going to be a big movie it production sure wise. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, as much as I would have loved to see her in it, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, who was the other one other than Janelle Monet that you mentioned? Carrie Washington? No, we were just talking about her. Do you listen when we talk? Other about, wait, we were just talking about... Carrie Washington, other than Janelle Monet. Oh, you mean we were just talking about Carrie, Carrie Washington. Washington, yeah. I was like, who were we just talking about that you're talking about? This is the thing. This is why we broke up, Andrew. You never listened to me. And you forgot our anniversary. Mackenzie Davis. Who's Mackenzie Davis? I don't Davis? know. Okay, well, that's why she's not played. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. Though. There you go. Um, yeah, Jim, Janelle Monet is, is really hot right now. Um, <laughs> you couldn't see it, but Andrew definitely just did a little eyebrow movement on that one. Um, no, she's very, I mean, she's very in right now uh, between Moonlight and Hidden Picture. Damn it. Hidden fences. Hidden fences. Between Moonlight and Hidden Fences and um, her singing career, she's pretty big. So that's it. I mean, I'm going to bet that that's going to happen. Mackenzie Davis was in The Martian. And that's the only thing I know that I recognize. She's do, you also, a, do you have a picture of her? Yeah. Let's see. She was also in That Awkward Moment. Oh, I know who she is. Okay. Oh, uh, Okay. She'd be good, but let's give it to... Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're, who she is. Um, yeah, give it to G- Janelle Monae. Though. Yeah, more people of color in movies. Yeah, that's what I, actually what I was thinking. Yeah. And I think she'd bring some... Not that that Mackenzie... What's her name? Mackenzie Davis. Davis is is a bad actress. I feel like Janelle Monae is going to bring a little well, something. Yeah, Janelle Monae. I don't know if you've ever seen her... I've like, seen her perf- perform. Yeah. Like music. Yeah, she gets she into is, it. She, she is gets, a ball of energy yeah and that's what i mean i, I think she brings something really cool yeah, and interesting me to too the yeah um oh i don't know if you had read this the the next one of the next dc characters to get their own solo movie nightwing nice yeah right i really like this idea yeah. i love this character um right now chris mckay is set to direct Chris McKay right now is famous for directing um, the Lego Batman movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I did you see Lego Batman? I have not, not gotten a chance no. to see it either, but I've heard nothing but good things. And yeah. I love the Lego movie. Um, and I think he had a hand in that as well. I'm not sure what it was. I mean, Lego Batman, regardless I, of whether or not he was involved with the Lego movie, Lego Batman has been getting rave yeah. reviews. And I think it's great because I, I want someone who brings a little humor into a any DC movie. Sure. Um, but B, especially Nightwing, because I um, I love Nightwing as yeah. a character. I find him um, kind of fascinating. He's one of the more interesting Bat Family characters. He definitely is, and he kind of I mean, he kind of gets into almost one of the more interesting characters in all of the DCU. Yeah, in that 
Um, he is kind of this heir apparent. He has a completely different attitude, even though he comes from the same circumstances as, right. as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. His life... Except he was in the circus. Yeah, except he was in the circus. <laughs> but, like, I mean, he was an orphan. Right. And then he... But... His parents um, died. Right? Yeah, his parents yeah. died. Same thing. Um, His parents were murdered as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he watched it happen. So, like, the, the two defining moments are almost identical. Right. Um, But from there, it's, like, it's a very nature versus nurture type of idea with these characters. Sure. Well, it's interesting, too, because Batman was basically raised by Alfred. Right. Bruce Wayne, I should say. Right. Batman wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Master Bat, please, come down from the ceiling. (laughs) Uh, But, no, Bruce Wayne was raised by Alfred, and uh, what is his name? Um, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson was raised by... uh, Bruce. Yeah. You know, but so it really goes part, to show when you. when you read the comics, it, it kind of comes across that he was also pretty much raised by Alfred in that Sure, in that sure. Capacity. But, but, it, but it, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll change you. Right. Um, but I think... <laughs> He's it, seen some things. I think that's a great... It also, I think it does a lot of... Uh, people have been talking about how it's a great kind of setup for um, the Batman, for whatever this Batman movie franchise yeah, is sure. going to be is that because Ben Affleck clearly wants out. Well, I was going to say it, it gives an opportunity for someone to step into to that To step role. in without making it really weird. Yeah. Uh, without having to James Bond it <laughs> yeah, or... exactly. I, I, I don't know why Don I said Cheadle. James Bond. I was going to say, or even just Michael Keaton it. Sure, yeah. Actually, I yeah, the say same Val thing Kilmer they've always it, done. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I George mean... George Clooney it. Yeah, it gives, it, it gives you the ability... Christian Bale it. If you're all about... Will it, Arnett it. <laughs> Adam West it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was the only one who didn't. It, but if you're all about like keeping this narrative thread through all of your movies, yeah, and then you don't want it to be weird with one of your title characters, yep. Have this, have him do the Batman, and then hopefully they up. can get enough movies out where we can get an interesting uh, collection of side characters, right? Where when that happens, they can make it so we see Batman and don't know who's under the mask. Oh. I like that idea yeah. a lot, actually. That's really interesting. Yeah. And we could speculate who it is. I mean, it's hard to do with real people. Right, right. It's a little easier when they're drawings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did um, They did a storyline, um, I think this was during the New 52, where it was just uh, Bruce Wayne was missing it was, uh, and presumed dead. It was Jim Gordon, right? Oh no! Well, yeah, Jim Gordon ended up being Batman for a little while, but there was there was a storyline where Bruce Wayne was um, missing and presumed dead, and so everyone was fighting over who was going to become Batman. Oh wow! Um, And like everybody, like villains and and heroes. I I haven't read it, but I've I've read it's really good. But that's like I mean that would make a great action movie. Yeah, because you could have a lot of colorful characters just fucking battle. Like the fun of these movies. The one fun thing about Batman v Superman, the only fun thing, is like we finally got to see these two characters side right. by side. So you can finally get to all these different characters side by side. But you got to establish them first. We yeah, got we got to hang on to oh, Benny. No, absolutely. <laughs> but um, I I think something like that would be great. But I like that idea of like yeah. I don't you don't know who's under the who's under the cowl. Lego Batman has been hailed by many reviewers as being the most. Uh, the closest iteration of Batman that we've actually got. Yeah, kind of the most accurate. The most accurate depiction. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting. Well, <laughs> and the, unfortunate for the real Batman movies. Right? Because it. Oh, who, the, who the hell is? This? Sorry, I'm looking up Chris McKay and I accidentally clicked on someone else's name. Um, 
But they, yeah, because they do a thing where they pretty much acknowledge everything's in. Yeah. Um, which has always really worked. In fact, one of the, um, I heard Grant Morrison talk about how that's what he does when he does Batman. Is he just said at one point Since everything has happened? Yeah, that everything has yeah. happened, they, and it they just, are just happens in sort of James Bonding it. <laughs> well, not it, not just that, but like when Grant Morrison does it, he's like, "Listen, this is one man, mm-hmm. and he as and like at all people, he changed. He just changed throughout his life. He sure. started off very grim and dark, and that was the '30s, um, and then he kind of he found this kid, and he had never been a he never got to have a childhood and now he all of a sudden he has this kid and this kid is youthful and happy and he he feeds on some of that energy and feeds that inner child and that's when you get kind of the 50s 60s where he has all this different color and um sure you know, different color costumes and it's a little goofier and campier yeah. and things like that and then around the neil um the denny o'neill neil adams time when it gets a little darker again it's like that's around when you know things get a little more real, and it, and he like weaved this web. So of, what he's saying is Bruce Wayne is immortal. No, but That's his he's point. not saying he's not saying it all happened in the thirties. <laughs> but he's saying like no, it's all in. Right, like, I, I got you. You know, Batmite, you it's in. It's all it's, part of the same. Time it's line. all part of the same timeline, and it was and Lego Batman. That's why it's finding so much success. I think is that. Um, it's all in, and I think that's what the success of Lego Batman is. All right, um, cool. And you got anything? Else? I got one more thing. Okay. Uh, 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 we got uh, some uh, uh, new photos from uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok. That is my last um, thing too. Uh, uh, Excellent. Um, uh, of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh. <laughs> This is the best Jeff Goldblum impression I've ever heard. Thank you. It was amazing. Isn't that great? You got Isn't it up it to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looks like the collector. He does look like the collector. Have you seen the others? The other yeah. photos? Oh, uh, they're fantastic. Hemsworth looks very different than I was expecting. Yeah, with the short hair? Yeah. yeah. Short beard? Short hair? Um, like, a lot of... I expected it, him to have sort of a grizzlier beard if we're doing I mean, Thor look with at, a beard. I mean, like, look at the vibrancy in all of these photos. I know. Well, and did you Did you see Kate Blanchett? She looks 24. I didn't even, I didn't even recognize <laughs> yeah. her. Yeah, I know. She looks like an old She looks like Tom twin. Hiddleston. Jesus. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, she looks um, like Loki. <laughs> she got like long black hair. It, there's just like, it's so like this cover, the cover of the magazine, mm-hmm. like all of the color in this. It looks like they're gonna fight in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> like there's so much neon in this. Well, like, look at the set. Look at the set. This is Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth in a scene. They're dressed normally. <laughs> and like just look at the color all around yep. them it's crazy it's well, like they're in a toy box. i think i know why that is i i think i'm willing to bet that it is due to the amazing success of guardians of the galaxy i mean i'm sure i'm sure that's true i think maybe they're like listen when we're in space there's a lot more color sure i don't like, think they to, thought it that far i no. think they're i think if they they're like it's very yeah. fortunate that we're in space right because we can do whatever we want oh sure but what sells is clearly yeah. these bright well, vibrant colors i mean the other thing i would uh, point out is that you don't know what kind of filter or lens or anything right. it's gonna like for instance i was just re-watching star trek in the darkness and i was watching the, the behind the scenes stuff on the blu-ray and <clears throat> those are the very specific look and camera angles and and lenses and things that they use 
and then the color palette is is blended into that. But when you see the behind the th- scenes and you're seeing just like an action and actress start walking <laughs> yeah. and things like that, and it's not it's just with some ordinary camera, it looks so weird and yeah. kind of bland. It's as totally hell. different. Yeah, so I mean, we don't know, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I think right. it looks great. I'm yeah. really excited to see it. Me too. It. Um, especially to get away from, and not that I minded it too much, but like Thor and and Thor: The Dark World, their color schemes are pretty dark. Well, so is so are all of the Captain America movies, yeah. and it works for them. They they're fantastic, yeah. but it's going to be nice to have some variety. But yeah, let's yeah we can mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yay! We ended on the same note. That was. That's, that's pretty great. I think that's a sign that the show is over. Yep. Don't you? Once we agree on something. That's right. That's the only time. And by since we agreed, I don't mean this, this episode is over. We're done here, right? I think the monkey's paw finally finished it's, getting it's like, fifth it's fulfilled. It's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. I'll do this until you acknowledge me. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Twitter.com. Our handle on there is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for the Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, where you can subscribe to us. Give us a subscribe on YouTube. We're going to be giving out free stuff. So, uh, you know. How many? Uh, do we know? We're, how close are we to that 100% goal? We are 5% of the way there. Yay! <laughs> so subscribe to us uh, on iTunes, or on YouTube if you want to get some free stuff. Once we hit 100 subscribers, we're going to start giving out stuff either by uh, contests or we might just, there's an account, uh, there's a website you can get an account on called Gleam where just Ooh. people click on it and if they prove that they are, like it can just tell if they're subscribed. Right. And if they are, then they're entered to win automatically and it so picks a random person. So much fun technology. I know, that's what we're good at. Um, and we got a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you want to give us a dollar or less or, or more. more or more or the same or the same. Um, you can also go to our website, which is www. That stands for worldwide web, but you don't have to type out worldwide web. You can just type out www.themedialunchbreak.com or you can send us an email at, uh, the media lunch break at gmail.com. And that's that's it. all of them. That's yeah. everything. Yeah, right. I'm starting to get this memorized. I know it's kind of crazy. Um, big thanks to Brian Kirchner for our theme song. Yep, we still love it. Uh, so do you. Big thanks to ourselves yep. for recording this. Give us a pat this. on the back. Yay! Uh, and that's gonna that's gonna do it. I all think right. that's it. Um, should we tell them what we're talking about next episode? Yeah, we're talking about Logan, bitches. <laughs> Be crazy. <laughs> the, to be to be clear, we're not talking about something called the Logan bitches. He was addressing you. That was the uh, didn't you, that was the working title. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, until then, uh, bye everybody. Yep. Bye. bye. Turn it off. No. Turn it off. You can hit the space bar. I forget about the space bar. Why aren't you doing anything? Uh, yeah. Are you a madman? I'm just caressing the space bar. We lost Bill Paxton. Did we not talk about that? We didn't talk about that. That's fine.